At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. On a Sunday, as we welcome you in, Memorial Day weekend continues, the most important part of this time of the calendar. We say hi and welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point, Michael Lombardi. As we say good morning, Michael, how are you? I'm doing great, Patrick. Good morning. Happy Memorial Day to you. How yeah. are you? I'm, do- I'm doing well. Do you know of Joe Cardano? Yeah, sure. Of course. He's a, our, we drafted him in the fifth round. Uh, Navy's a great long snapper. And he served his country as he played for the Patriots. Tremendous person, tremendous uh, uh, long snapper, has a great career in the NFL. Yeah, fifth round draft pick 2015, as you mentioned, out of the Naval Academy, which is great for a long snapper, right? But he's a current lieutenant, lieutenant pardon me, in the Naval Reserves. He stays ready for action, which is he had the best quote because you brought it up yesterday. I hope I could read this to you. When asked if a plane for Belichick and in the NFL is like the military, he said, well, you could take it from a guy who has experience with both. That is a disciplined environment, but in no way is it close to a military environment. So he said, but when you diminish the job that is required of those in the military that put on the uniform every single day and the difficulty and the enormity of what it means to serve and compare it to an NFL job, that's not the case. So I just paraphrase towards the end there, but he's just like, look, Belichick strict, the military's on a different level. 
Yeah, well, when you're in a team environment, you have to have rules. And when you're in a team environment trying to win football games, win baseball games, win basketball games, there has to be standards of excellence that are set that everybody has to adhere to. You know, we can't operate as independent contractors. And so somebody has to lead and organize. And oftentimes, you know, the, the path to get to where you want to go is the path no one wants to go down. Everybody chooses the path of least resistance. But when you're in the military, there's no choice. You're going. And you're coming with us and you've got to defend and serve and do the things to protect the country. And that's a that's a much challenge, much harder job than playing in an NBA game on a Sunday afternoon on Memorial Day weekend. And there's certainly connections, right, with uh, Bill's uh, father, Steve. I think he coached oh, yeah. the Navy for decades is almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the combination of Naval Academy, the West Point, you know, his father had a great relationship with Coach Knight. As their, as their days, and I think that's how Coach Parcells got involved with Coach Knight. So there's all this intertwining of, of really, you know, the, the ability to take some of the principles that you learned at the academy in terms of leadership. If you asked to me who I thought the, the player that resonates the most for Bill Belichick, I would say Roger Stahlback. He played catch with Roger Stahlback mm. on the sidelines. I mean, everything about the person, about a teammate, about being the ultimate competitor – lies within Roger Stahlback for Coach Belichick. And I think that that's an example that he used to transpose itself over into the NFL. Now, we can't, obviously, it's not a military operation, but you have to have standards of excellence that people have to adhere to. Or else, how are you going to win when it gets competitive? How are you going to play at your at your highest level if you're not working on it every single day? And I think we see that in the playoffs. I think these playoffs have been where the NBA teams have now ramped it up a little bit and they're more enjoyable to watch. Even though the games may be imbalanced, I think they're more enjoyable to watch because the quality of play by the superstars are much better. Take well, Donovan Mitchell's game last yeah. night. I mean, that was remarkable. You know, Mike Conley's game last night, remarkable. You know, uh, you know they, they just were able to do whatever they needed to do to win the game. And when the game got close at the end, you know, when the game got close at the end, they were they were there to make the plays down the stretch. I mean, to me, that Utah game was exactly what you wanted. Quinn Snyder wanted that game. Got a lead. They rallied back. Grayson Allen hits that three to tie the game. And then we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then mental toughness takes over. And we make the baskets then when it counts the most. And we separate ourselves in the last two minutes of the game. That's perfect. That's exactly what we want. Absolutely. Let's get into those games from yesterday. We'll focus on the four today. Of course, the early tip, one o'clock your time, Michael, with the Knicks and the Hawks. I think the series most look forward to just to put a bow on it. I'm glad you brought up Roger Staubach because Lieutenant Joe Cardona is the second Navy player to win the Super Bowl, which is pretty damn cool as well. Just a few seconds here. We'll take a quick break, come back and get you caught up on what happened yet. We always like to look back as a better, whether you're taking notes or not, you should be looking back to look forward. And then we continue with, of course, a big show today. We're going to have Will Hill joining us. Thomas Gable's going to join us. Josh Applebaum, hot off his a Tigers victory, is going to join. And we continue coming up right here. It is the Lombardi line as we say hi. Good morning to you. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. No mask, Michael. No mask. It is in the, you know, it becomes smaller and smaller in the rear view. And that is COVID. You saw that yesterday, the game that we were just discussing in Memphis, over 12,000 fans there. How about the return? You mentioned it. I want you to stick with this, and I'll give you the statistics on what happened yesterday as far as straight up in ATS. But how about the return of Mike Conley back to Memphis? Well, I mean, you know, look, Memphis is, I mean, excuse me, Utah's an incredible three-point shooting team. 
I mean, they're the best in the NBA, and they were able to have the best field goal percentage in that. But Conley yesterday was just sensational. I mean, he was remarkable so in what he was able to do. I mean, all of them were. I mean, you know, when you watch this, uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, when I'm watching the game, I mean, it's just really Royce O'Neal was unbelievable. He was four for seven from the three-point line, all in the first half. Bogdanovich, uh, he, he was unbelievable with, with his shooting from the three. But Conley, seven for seven percent, seven for ten from the three-point line. Just an incredible game. Twenty-seven points. You know, two turnovers in 36 minutes. Remarkable. Well done. And I mean, look, they had it. They needed it. I like watching that game, Patrick. I loved how they could reach down and grab the mental toughness Absolutely. to come and finish that game. I think that was really what we learned. And Memphis is a young, the youngest team in the NBA. They didn't offensive rebound like they're capable usually of doing. And, you know, they, they had a chance at the end. They just couldn't make enough plays towards the end. And, you know, when I'm watching that game, Patrick, I mean, I'm watching it, and I think Morant's sensational. You know, I mean, he's tremendous. But then I'm watching Dylan Brooks. You know, and tremendous. everybody says, you know, you've, you've got to have a lottery pick to get good players, Patrick. Do you know that? If you don't <laughs> have a lottery pick, Oregon. you're never yeah. going to get a good player. You're never going to get good players if you don't have a lottery pick. How could you? I mean, here's a lottery pick in, in Jackson, you know, and then there's Brooks. They're both on the same court. Which one would you have said was the, would have been a top five pick? It would appear Brooks. Been the 47? Was. It yeah. would appear Brooks, right? It takes talent to evaluate talent. We have to stop this nonsense. You have to have a top five pick. You know, you've got to have a top five pick or else you're not going to be able to win. Well, I beg to differ with you if you understand. I mean, you know, you've got to figure out what talent is. I want to circle back to something you said about the Grizz quickly. The NBA favorites, favorites last night uh, on the wood and yesterday on the wood swept the board 4-0 straight up and ATS. The Bucks, of course, cover the Blazers cover the 76ers cover the Jazz cover. So the favorites now improved to 19 and 7 straight up and 17 and 9 ATS. They're hitting that over a 65% clip, which is wild. But it's funny you mentioned that about the Jazz because I wrote this down in my, in my notes while watching the game. Jazz have an answer for everything. Always. Uh, they made they made uh, 16.7 three-pointers, which was the best in the league in the regular season. They finished with 19 made yesterday in that postseason game. They were just – and Mitchell had an answer for everything. When Mitchell, when they needed Mitchell, they had him there, and, and that's the difference. Yeah, I mean, he was unbelievable. I mean, how many times did he get near the rim and finish, you know, with, with his long arms and his ability to just create the shot on the move? You know, and he gets dribbled. I mean, he didn't shoot well from the three-point line. But, again, once again, not a lottery pick, Patrick. You know, you need a lottery pick to get a great player. you got to have one if you don't have one. I can remember talking to the guys at the 76ers. It's just a great story. And they all said they, when they brought Fultz in for a workout, this is the group that was there before this group that's currently there. When they brought Fultz in for a workout, you know, it was a predetermined that they were going to trade. They hadn't tra made the trade yet, but they had it all lined up, you know. And so – when they made decision, they brought him in for the workout. They were so unimpressed with Fultz. But they just got on this, this bandwagon. They had to keep going with it, right? And, and they kept getting calls. A bunch of Brett Brown worked for Patino. They're, a bunch of the coaches have been involved with Patino. Patino kept telling them Donovan Mitchell was the best player. Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell's a, he loved him. He loved him. But here's the problem is oftentimes when you get a guy who always loves his players, how do you separate his true love? True. If you went to Penn State during the Paterno era, you know, this guy's better than Jack. Everybody was better than Jack Ham. Everybody was better than any linebacker he ever had. So you couldn't really separate. But that's really, I mean, what, instead of trading up for Foles, they traded back and picked Mitchell, who I think was, what, the 14th pick overall? 
Yeah, you know? I think he was. It's another, it's a, it's another misconception about that. You've got to have a lottery pick to get good players. Got to have a lottery pick, Patrick. You know, last night on the court, I mean, there's Donovan Mitchell and there's Jackson. Who's the lottery pick? And, you know, it's interesting with Mitchell, as you mentioned, he wasn't great from the field, but he's just, he is that guy. He's clutch. Uh, He played just, what, 29 minutes. Remember, he missed the final 16 games of the regular season with that ankle, and now he comes back, scores 29 points, 10 in the fourth when they needed him most. Uh, I just, and I also wrote down, Michael, this game is won in the first quarter. So I looked it up after I wrote that down. So the Jazz outscored the Grizz 34-22 in the first quarter. Across the board, the rest of the way, the rest of the the other three quarters separated by two points. So they won it in the first. You know, they won it in the first, but I think they really wanted it four minutes to go in the game. You know, when that game was tied and we were playing back and forth, you know, but, you know, yeah, that's true. we got it back. And then, and then all of a sudden, I think it was tied at 109, 107. The Grizz were up with four minutes to play. And then, then all of a sudden, you know, the better team took off. And I think that's, that's really the, uh, that's, that's the answer. I mean, they just, you know, Memphis got themselves back in and look, Memphis is, I believe they're the youngest team in the NBA. I heard Hubie say that. They're the youngest team. They they have such a great future. This is going to benefit them tremendously that they're able to take the best team in in basketball toe to toe. And look, you're not going to beat the you're not going to beat the Utah Jazz when you shoot 31 percent from the three point line and they shoot 45 percent. You're just not going to win that game. Yeah, you nailed it actually because I wrote it down as well. Utah finished on a 14-2 run, so they wrapped up the game. That was clutch. And just a, a thought about Memphis. Remember, this is competitive equity. They're downloading into their account because they got past no Golden State in that play-in on that Friday night, that thrilling overtime game. That's gonna. You can speak to this better than I, but that will build some metal moving forward to Callis as far as getting into the postseason and playing a good Jazz team like this. No doubt, and I, I think that really it, it, it increases that mental toughness muscle that we all have to work on every single day. And I think that's something, and with Morant and with Conley, I mean, you've got pillars, right? They've got Brooks. They've got pillars of their team that now they can go. If you're the general manager of the Grizzlies, you can start building these pieces around these players that you know are you're going to – write down their numbers. You know, you're going to write Dylan Brooks' numbers down. He's going to defend the best he's going to defend the best guard against the other team. So you know you got a defender there. You know, you got Moran who can create off the dribble, can shoot threes. I mean, that three he hit to tie the game was unbelievable. I mean, that was five feet past the three-point line. So uh, there's a lot to work with with Memphis. And if Memphis was in the East, you know, they would be something yeah, even I different. Agree. But in the West, it's just a little harder. It's a good Utah team. Listen, there's a reason they finished <laughs> the way they did, and they're 15 and 14. They know who Colbert. they are. Yes, they have an identity, and they have a coach that's been there for a bit. I mean, they know who they are, and look, they're, you know, they, they know exactly what they have to do. They, you know, they launched 43 three-pointers yesterday. That's what they do? 43 of them. That's what they do. They know who they are. And Conley's 8 for 16 from the floor, but so he took one, he made one other shot that wasn't a three-pointer. Think about that. You know, and so they got to, and they still got to the line 27 times. You launch 43 three-pointers and you get to the line 27 times, that's pretty good. Is a 29-point win good? Because that's what happened with the 76ers down in Washington, D.C. Why would yes, we not start man. with that on a Memorial Day well, weekend? Well, I mean... Well, I mean, my man Will Hill is look. He's he's tumbling. You're you're ball. so annoyed with Will now that you want the 76ers no, not. not to do well. <laughs> I can see no, what's happening. I just see I see him falling into the same trap we've all fallen into. 
I see him getting sucked in. I could see him getting How sucked in. How are we getting in. sucked in? The him. bully ball that was being employed by Embiid wasn't good last night. He was spectacular. They can't guard him. He was great. There's no denying that last night. I can't even complain about As much as I love to complain, I can't complain about him. I mean, he's 14 from 18 from the floor. You know, he's, he's plus 29. He had 36 of the easiest points you've ever seen. And in, in 36 points in 28 minutes, Patrick. And, and dunks. Remember, he was aggressive. Sometimes you get frustrated. I know you do as a 76er fan where he settles. He was dunking. the. He was making a statement. Now, he'll probably change from game to game, but he was making a statement yesterday. If you're Doc Rivers, you know, what you've got to be able to say to those guys is, look, when we play with this aggressiveness, when Simmons is attacking the rim, when Embiid's attacking the rim, they're hard to play. They're hard matchups. And then I think really at the end of the day, when Danny Green and Seth Curry can make shots, that separates, that opens up the whole game. That opens up the entire game for them. And they were. Danny Green was spectacular. He's 5-9 and nine from the, he only took three pointers. And, and I thought Steph Curry was really good too. Steph Curry dribbled drive him. He's plus 30 in the game. Both post players, Danny Green and Steph Curry, had the highest plus percentage in the game. Green was plus 32, Curry was plus 30. To me, that they're the guy. They're the, They are not. They are what makes the 76ers a chance to go as far as they could possibly go. Because when they're hitting shots, they're really good. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like I know in game one and two, Brooks and the Wiz were throwing doubles at Embiid. It looks like they were trying to single him yesterday. You're not going to stop him with with Len and Hachimura. These these cats aren't going to stop Embiid right now. No, no, and I, and you know, I don't. Can, can, can Clint Capella stop him in the next round? You know, I mean, the, who's going to stop? He's in the him? right mood. The, Nobody can. Nobody can, and a lot of, and when you're they're hitting shots, and you got to, you know, you got to That's take right. your chances that Danny Green's not going to shoot well. You take your chances that Steph Curry. You take your chances that you know that that uh, Simmons is going to be aggressive. He's once again he was 0 for 6 in game one. Uh, I mean game two at the free point line. Now he was 0 for 3. He has made a free throw shot in nine attempts. That worries me. So they cover the five easily, obviously, with a 29-point win. Also, we see that number, it just it crept, crept over the total there late, 132-103 of a closing number of 229.5. So, look, I don't know. I mean, the Wiz defensively, I mean, as it's, good as they are, it's, it's, it's just, it's, I mean, they're just, they're not. They don't belong not, here. It, they don't, and I think the structure of their team isn't built. I mean, it, it's not really a, a very good team in terms of design. You know, we make fun of the production, but, you know, in, in sports, you're in two businesses. You're in the design and the production business, right? If the design is faulty, how can the production be any good? And I think sometimes football teams, their design is poor, and we always blame the production. The coach gets fired. Well, I think in Washington, I think it's really the design is really poor. The production has been better than the design. Let me say that. We should uh, a modern-day Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, people don't realize Zeke was the toughest dude on the planet. How about Russell Westbrook on a busted ankle? 26 points, 12 boards, 10 assists. It's ridiculous. It's remarkable what he's doing. And on that busted ankle, those 12 boards, that's effort. So you got to give him credit yeah. in, a res- in that respect. Yeah, you know, but when Bradley Beal's 10 for 26 from the floor, I mean, seriously, that, that, that they're not going to win. And Simmons is going to be a place, a big part in that. It's hard to shoot over a 6'11 guy. You know, Neto comes off the bench. They made the swift. They put Bertrands in the game to get bigger, to help them out. And Embiid had his best game. Well, for Embiid backers, you hate to look down and see Simmons. What was he? 0 for 3 from the stripe. Don't like to see yeah, that's that. that's the problem. That's 0 for 9. That's 0 for 9 in the last two games. That's How the is that even possible? 
<laughs> Dude, just get in I there know. and think, grind. I'm telling you, I, get, I think I can get. I think I can get Dominic to make one out of ten. I think Le- I can get Leo Dominic could. Leo could make eight out of ten. Yeah, no in doubt. His sleep. Yeah. They, yeah, we'll get that rim in there. We could show that. Yeah, there's no doubt. Just a quick update. The Jazz, you got to lay 2,500 in that series, so they jumped up uh, considerably. The 76ers and Wiz series price off the board. Of course, the 3-0 series lead. The one that has closed, did you see Milwaukee celebrate after the game? I didn't see him celebrate. Yeah. Milwaukee is business right now, man. Yeah, I think they are. I think they're, you know, Milwaukee. In a, and that was a game where, you know, Miami gets the lead. It looks like Miami's going to play, and then Milwaukee says, okay, enough, enough. Enough is enough. We're going to take this over. I, I feel for Pat Riley. What does he do now? What does Pat Riley do now? You know, he's got to come back and reconfigure his team again. A 120-103 win for the Bucks. You see it. Uh, a cover. The, the rematch was a mismatch from last year's postseason. A 4-0 sweep. No celebration, I mentioned. Giannis with this first-ever triple-double in the postseason. Brooke Lopez, 25. You mentioned Bryn Forbes, uh, 22. This is, look, they outscored Miami by 24 in the second half. Miami culture needs a little bit, bit of a boost here. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, look, they, they just were they were... I mean, the best game of the series was the first game. Yes, the thriller. best game of the series that went overtime. All these other ones have not been to where, where you need them to be. And, you know, look, they, they, Miami and Miami scored 103. You think if Miami scores 103, they got a chance to win, right? You would think. I mean, they shot 44% from the floor, 33% from the three-point line, but they couldn't stop. I mean, you know, Milwaukee was too good. They couldn't stop them. And Milwaukee only got to the line 18 times in the game. But the big fella finally decided to take over in the second half, had his first triple-double ever, you know, and, and I didn't even think Milwaukee played their best game. I mean, Brooke Lopez was the lead. If I said to you before this, Brooke Lopez was going to be the leading scorer, 25 points. Miami wins. Yeah, exactly. Do you think this I mean, is – let me ask you something. Do you think – so now the Bucks they're looking at a ton of rest, man. I mean, they, they won't play at least until next Saturday, of course, Boston or Brooklyn – uh, I'm just curious. Do you think that is a benefit in this situation, or you want to keep going from a, from their perspective? Well, I think my, Milwaukee's got to figure some things out with DiVincenzo out. How Forbes plays into it, how they want to play their defense, what they're going to do. You know, they know they're probably going to. They know they're going to play Brooklyn, right? So they can start getting ready for how they want to handle Brooklyn and see what they do. So I, I think you got to keep practicing. I don't think this is. Yes, you want rest, but I think you got to have conditioning. You, you need too much time off. You know, the other team's playing. They're in better condition than you. You, you can't lose your conditioning at this time of the year because you can't catch up. Okay. The one game we didn't discuss as we try to take some nuggets uh, from yesterday's games. I didn't mean to do the pun, but the Nuggets and Trailblazers will come back with that. A 115-95 win for the tra- That's the ultimate. For a better, you should learn the term zigzag because that series is the ultimate zigzag. I got a couple of things coming up as far as the NFL. By the way, we're going to have Wes Reynolds live from the yeah. 8500, which is pretty damn cool. Uh, I've got some stuff coming up. Just, uh, Jay Cutler has thoughts on Justin Fields. I wonder if Michael agrees. Uh, what else did I have? So a lot NFL-wise I want to talk. The Eagles. Michael's there in Philadelphia. Well, he's not in Philly. He's in Jersey. But it's kind of the same thing where they are. Uh, are the Eagles going to land Julio Jones? That we shall find out. And also, I want to get into the culture in Jacksonville. Michael's great with culture building. We'll discuss as we continue along. It's a Sunday on an extended Memorial Day weekend. Thank you to those that protect and served and continue to. We come back, we continue. It is the Lombardi line on a Sunday. It's Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stephanie, thank you. Basketball, hockey, baseball games every day of the week. BetMGM Sports Nevada, premier sports betting app, has everything for you. Visit BetMGM.com. I'm telling you, we were discussing this before the show. It's the best one out there. Strip has, uh, you bring your state-issued ID to any MGM property here, and you can be betting within minutes. Okay, you got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Got a ton of NFL news, as we do on the Lombardi line. I'll keep it for about 35 minutes. We've got Will Hill joining us. We've got live from the Indy 500, our buddy Wes Reynolds. Michael, the Nuggets at Trailblazers, that's a zigzag series, which is now tied up at yeah. twos. I'll give you the updated series price, a 115.95 winner there in Portland for the Trailblazers. What'd you take from this a fourth game in the series? Well, you know, I, th- I thought it was just really in the second quarter to the third quarter. I mean, the, the Trailblazers just dominated. They got the lead at halftime. You know, they at the end of the first quarter, they're up by eight, and then they're up by ten at halftime. They go in at ten by halftime. And then when they start the second half, 
you know, the Nuggets just really wilted. I mean, I think Malone said it best. His team didn't compete to where they needed to compete to the level. They got outscored badly in the third quarter. The game was over with six minutes to go in the third quarter. They just put a whooping to them. I mean, C.J. McCollum was getting to the rim, and they didn't really have a backbone to come back and fight. I was disappointed with the Nuggets in their ability. I mean, Austin Rivers, who was so good in the first game, you know, game two, which led them back, didn't. But we saw yesterday, we said, look, take the Trailblazers because we think there'll be a reverse to the mean. And it was. They were 29% from the three-point line yesterday. And that's what happened. And they couldn't make it up. And Portland just really dominated the game. I mean, Norman Powell was great. I thought Norman Powell was yep. the difference in the game. And, and, and Nurkic was really good, too. I mean, he was able to take away the center. You know, he handled Jokic. And, you know, look, when you get any other play out of the Trailblazers besides McCollum and Lillard, you, you really did. I mean, McCollum, I mean, Lillard only had 10 points. And it was a 20-point win. Think about that, Patrick. I think that's a... Tremendous point that I want to set on for a second quickly. Uh, this is a zigzag series. So if you bet uh, the Blazers game one winner, if you bet the Nuggets game two winner, uh, you know, and then it's just been zigzagging left and right here. So we take a look. A series tied up at twos. You mentioned Norman Powell. He had 29 points. He was 11 of 15 from the floor and had four three-pointers. That is the difference. I, I'm glad you brought up Nurkic with his defense on Jokic. But the difference is the ancillary scores. Like, if Jokic doesn't go nuts and Austin Rivers doesn't have this rebirth, you know, he had eight points last night after the great game three. Without Murray, this Nuggets team's in trouble. Yeah, and they didn't have they didn't have the they didn't have the fire. They didn't have the competitive nature in their play. It was really disappointing. I mean, you know, it's the thing you want you what you always want to see from your team is which is what I liked about the 76ers last night is they took the game over. They they knew they were better. They didn't give Washington any chance. And the Nuggets when they got punched in the mouth in the second quarter, they didn't respond. They didn't respond. Malone called timeout. They were trying, and there was just, he kept whipping, and they couldn't go. He kept trying to hit the horse to get him to go, and the horse wasn't running. And I think the Nuggets are going to go back to Denver limping and say, look, if we don't raise our level of play, you know, if we don't score more than 95 points against a team defensively that's not very good, then we're, it's really our own fault. Yeah, and I'd like to correct myself now that I think about the series. Games two and three, of course, that was the Nuggets. And then the the Blazers, uh, a big win, a resounding win by 10. Uh, excuse me, 95. Yeah, to what, 20? I, I'm so, but you're better with math than I am. 115.95 yeah, no, is the best not way really. to put it. But look, I mean, look, if you're Denver, you know, Malone, you, you give your team, you give your team, you talk to them, say, look, we got to compete better. You know, we can't, you know, but we got to play Where are they going to get it from? I mean, if it's not an Austin I don't know. Rivers, I think that's the, you know what I mean? Like, that's their I think that's the problem. Yeah, I think that's the problem. I mean, look, if you're the Trailblazers, your best player was one for 10 from the field. You know, he's one for six for three-point line. And Porter you know? Jr. has been so, a big he, – he's faded. And you expected – he had a great end to the regular season, Porter Jr. But I think the, the regular season was tailor-made for Porter, where he could do everything he wanted to do without having to play any defense. It was perfect for him. Where's the competitive fire in the kid? That's what you worry about. Worry about Where's that, the competitiveness yeah. in the Denver Nuggets team? And I think – I'm not saying it. Malone's saying it. Their coach is saying it. It's a problem. It's disappointing. I mean, they just got they got taken to the woodshed last yesterday. Now, here's the good news: they got three games left in the series. You got two of them in Denver. Yeah, we'll find out what they're made of. We'll find out what they're made of on on whenever that where they play Monday night or Tuesday, whatever they play. And they're the updated price, by the way. The Trailblazers 
Tied up at twos are a favorite of one a dollar thirty. The Nuggets coming back the other way plus one ten. I thought James Salinas. I want to just maybe later in the show we can recognize. I thought James Salinas had a great had great advice for betting game four. It's a little trick that I want to come back and discuss. But yeah, so it's tied up at twos. Very good series. Another good series. The Knicks and Hawks. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. Next, Wes Reynolds live from the Indy 500 here on the Lombardi Line. It's in the Sports Betting Network. In full swing, it's a perfect time to work on cash and tickets every day. And our Visa experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet. Live odds, analysis for every game. Also, if you're a daily member, you get free bets and emails every day. You don't have to do the work; we'll do it for you. Start your free trial now at Visa.com/slash/subscribe. That's Visa.com/slash/subscribe. Welcome you back. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Of course, that means the Indy 500. Um, there's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. We're going to head out to the Indy 500 and talk to our buddy Wes Reynolds, of course, Point Spread Weekly and VEASAN host. Hi, Wes. How's it going out there, man? Good morning, fellas. We are on the ground here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Very cool day, mid-60s, perfect weather, sun is out, no rain in sight, so ready for a good race. That is awesome. Wes, let me ask on the, on the really site awesome. there, Michael. I love it. Yeah, I love the fact that he's there. So is is the money coming in on Scott is Scott O'Neill? Is that what's happening? Is is it all coming in on on Scott Dixon in terms of this the, because of the pole position and because of his last year's performance? Yeah, I think so, Michael. I mean, really, he's the best IndyCar driver of this generation. Uh, one more win would tie him with Mario Andretti for second all time overall IndyCar win. He's, he's the best driver. He's got the best car. He's got arguably the best race strategist in my call, calling it race on the box. So a lot of the money's coming in on him. But I think with this field, there's about 12 to 15 cars, driver combinations that wouldn't shock me if they won the race. But I do think he's probably the clearest favorite here in several years. I, I'm seeing him at about 7-2. to two. He's been as high as 4-1. to one, But he's the obvious favorite for the right reasons. I mean, he went out there on Friday on carb day practice after we last talked and third lap in the stin bust out a 228 and race trim. So that car is ready to go. So the Ganassi cars, Chip Ganassi racing, which is Scott Dixon, Alex below, Tony Tanon, Marcus Erickson, they got some quick cars. Okay. So this is the fourth time in Dixon's career that he won a pole position for the Indy 500 that the green flag is going to drop today. I think 1245 Eastern time. So 945 early here on the West coast. I want to get off of Dixon and I want to find, you mentioned 12 of what the 33 starters have a chance here. If I'm off Dixon and I'm trying to find some value, where are we headed there, Wes? Yeah. I think if you're going with the teammate angle, you might want to look at Alex below who's 14 to one. Now he's only 24 Spaniard. He's a second year driver, but this guy is mature beyond his years. And really, Patrick, when we were talking the other day, kind of the glory years of this race, yeah. when we had Mears and Andretti and Ray Hall and Fittipaldi and Al Unser Jr., and you had all these big stars, this is probably actually the best group of young driver talent that we've seen in IndyCar racing in 25 years. And Pelot is one of those guys. 
there's two young 20-somethings, 20 and 21 age respectively, Rhinus DK and also Colton Herta, who are starting on the front row with the 40-year-old Scott Dixon. So youth is going wild here, and you've had four guys in their 20s win races already. We've had five different winners in five races so far on the season. So the young guys, they're, they're not basketball now. They don't have the experience, but they've got the bravery and they've got the talent to uh, potentially compete with the big guy. How about hometown hero Connor Daly? He's a Hoosier. You know he's going to be the Hoosiers pick, the home home pick. Do you think he has a chance? Start. I know he's going to start in the back at 19th, but do you think he has a chance to make the home home crowd proud? I do, Michael, and he resides up here in Noblesville. Of course, his dad, Derek Daly, was a longtime IndyCar racer, also a Formula One driver, and also in broadcasting. And Connor is with Ed Carpenter Racing. Ed Carpenter and Rhinus VK are his teammates who are starting up closer to the front, but Connor went real quick. He was top five in terms of the carb day practice speed, which was the final practice here at the Speedway. So the other guys I think are going to copy his setup. He's got a fast car, and, and he's brave, and he's daring, just like his dad was. So he'd be a popular win. I think he could go to the front because they're the Chevrolet team that has found speed. The other Chevrolet teams hadn't really found speed until Friday when the Penske's finally showed something. Give me a matchup you're focused on here, Wes. I know you've been digging into the matchups for the Indy 500. Is there one that stands out to you? Uh, not really one, but I think if you're if you don't feel you have the value on Scott Dixon to win the race at three to one or seven to two, somewhere around that, maybe focus on some matchups with Dixon. Okay. And maybe that's going to get you paid instead of maybe going for the outright win, and then maybe find somebody down the board like a. Hello, or a Pato Award, guys that you can get from 10 to like 15 to 1 to win this thing. Yeah, Dixon, I just hey. looked up over Herda. He's a 185 favorite. So every book has different matchups. You can find them. Go ahead, Michael. Well, you know, I mean, Ed Carpenter's an option at 25 to 1. Scott McClellan, you know, at 30 to 1, he's another option. I think there's certain things you could play together. But let me ask this. The winner of this race will be someone who does what? Wes in the race. I mean, obviously he goes the fastest and all that, but I mean, what is the characteristics that typically made Mario Andretti so successful, which made Scott Dixon so successful? Is it a driving race? Is it a machine race? Is it a field race? Tell me what it is that wins this all the time. It varies from year to year, Michael, but obviously quick pit stops. Uh, don't have mistakes uh, in the pits and be able to save fuel, and that's why Scott Dixon is such a master at this sport because he's the best fuel saver in the sport. And really, what you don't want to do, you don't always want to necessarily be on the lead here because you're going to be a sitting duck with that arrow package. So it's not really leading the whole race. It's leading the right time. So don't be afraid to take a wheel and get a toe here. You, know, you kind of saw that last year when Dixon led most of the race, and that's what Kumasato did, just kind of sucked off the wheel and then had it for the last 10 laps. Okay, he's doing an amazing job. He's got coverage uh, all day, of course, uh, live from uh, Indianapolis Speedway there, Indianapolis uh, 500 coming up later today. I mentioned 1245 East Coast time. We're going to have that green flag drop. The favorite son of Indiana since Benjamin Harrison is Wes Reynolds. And enjoy the race, my (laughs) friend, Wes. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thank you, Wes. Thank you, fellas. Have a great weekend. He had a good phone connection there at the race as well. We like to see that. Stephanie does, I know for sure. Uh, Are you going to get into the race? 
Yeah, I would love to watch it. Absolutely. I mean, it's raining another day. I mean, we're building an arc. I don't think it'll be done by the end of the day, but it's going to continue oh, to rain. Oh, is it still so bad there? Gonna... Is it still raining? Oh, yeah, it's horrible. No, it's horrible. Oh, it's bad. It. It's terrible. It's, I mean, it's got to be one of the worst Memorial Day weekends weathers I've seen here in a long, long time. And it's cold. It's not even like it's not like wet. It's not warm rain. It's cold rain. I mean, we're lucky it's in the 40s because we'd have snow if it was a little colder. Well, at least it's tropical in Michigan where my family is. I called my mom yeah. yesterday. She said it was 44. Good state. Yeah, that's no, Keep it's, living there. No, it's, I'm, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> she was, a lot, I'm like, Shorty, you're going to be 70. Get the hell out of there while you still can. All right. Yeah, How many good not? years you got yeah. left, girl? All right. Well, happy Memorial Day. Hope it warms up over there. It's going to be 90 here today. NBD. Coming up next, I want to see you fight with Will Hill. That's going to happen. He's the general oh, manager the of the Lakers and the fan club he leads is the 76ers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. $100. Yes, of course you do. Go to betmgm.com today. If you bet a dollar, you win a hundred. If the Lakers or Suns hit a three, you have to use the bonus code VSIN100. Okay, so again, betmgm.com, first users, uh, use a, a dollar bet. My goodness, a hundred bucks. Lakers, Suns, VSIN100 code. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia. 1 800 270 for help in Michigan. 1 800 Gambler in Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. 1 800 Bets Off in Iowa, Tennessee. Call or text Redline 800 889 9789. Indiana, call 1 800 9 with it. You know, it's interesting with Will Hill, who's killed it on the Lombardi line, as we say. Uh, good morning and welcome back. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi. William Hill is, of course, he's a point spread weekly contributor. He's a regular here on the Lombardi line. He's done a great job, but you hate to see him be a turncoat. He used to be a Lakers fan. Now he's a 76er uh, fan, which is interesting. No, he's a money fan. He's a money fan. Wait, he oh, he can make money snap. Is that an old, disgusting 76er uh, uni? Oh, What's going on yeah, there? Is that the, the mid-90s? That's gross. Look, yeah, no, look. it's the 202, Patrick. 2000s, yes. Yeah. Hi, Will. Hey, when you Good take morning, the Sixers Will. 12 to 1 to win the East, you can afford to buy a few jerseys. I mean, oh, they won the East. From- Congratulations. I didn't realize it was <laughs> over. We're nine wins away from a finals, five wins away from being able to hedge the hell out of that thing, which I'll probably do. And look, they look so good. It's too bad you're back, Lombardi, because this was a, an Embiid love fest the past couple of weeks. Um, we were writing poems <laughs> about him. I think Patrick wept about him one time. Yes. It was, it's just <laughs> been a Lombardi. It's been an Embiid love fest. It's too bad you have to ruin the parade. I, I love the artwork in the back. I love the artwork in the back of your set. Well, there. that's from yeah, his daughters is. who he doesn't pay attention to because all he does is gamble and text about gambling. Let's be I honest. love it. I love that's it. That's personal. I mean, I got it. That's Memorial Day. You know, I mean, look. The uh, I, I mean, do you are you confident they can beat the Hawks? Are you confident with that? Absolutely. Hawks will win a game, maybe two. I mean, the Hawks have some weapons, and we'll get to that game in a minute. But I, I just think the Sixers are much better on defense. Um, yeah, they'll win that game. They'll win that series in either five or six, and then you know get the winner of the Nets box, which should be a hell of a series. So yeah, I'm confident. And they what do you great. think? Of, let, let's take a step forward. And what do you think of the Nets next Nets box series? I like the Bucks. I think they'll kill them on the glass. I think they got three guys that can really defend. I think Giannis can do a decent job I on agree. Durant. I think that's going to be a great series. Uh, you know, I think it's important for the Nets to win and get some rest because the Bucks are resting up, game planning. And, you know, the, the more you play, if you're the Nets, the, the more bad things can happen. You know, Durant can turn an ankle, Harden can get hurt. So you want to get this over with if you're Nets. But that should be a hell of a series. That might be the best series of the playoffs coming up is, is the Nets Bucks. The Hawks made five free throws and won by, what, 10 in game three, which is a, it's a bad sign for Knicks fans and backers. Let's start there. You like the Hawks laying the points tonight today. Starts early, laying five here. Yeah, it's a great point about the free throws. I like Atlanta. Uh, the Knicks shot 30 free throws. The Hawks shot eight, and the Hawks <laughs> won crazy. going away. Yeah, it really is, especially in their home building to do that. I mean, one thing, if you get that discrepancy on the road, to do it at home is crazy. I just think the Knicks, you know, they're outgunned here. The Hawks have more weapons. They have more shooters. Gallinari, Bogdanovich, you know, Young is obviously fantastic. The Knicks don't really have anyone that can contain him. And to me, the Knicks, their two best players are Randall and that home crowd at MSG, and this game is on the road, and Randall shot terribly. 
I just think it's tough for the Knicks in the playoffs. You know, it's one thing if you fly in, you play the Knicks, you fly out, you play somebody else. You don't get that attention to detail in the game plan. This is just a really limited team, and we keep going back to the over-under, 22 wins before the year. I mean, it's remarkable that they're here. It's remarkable that they're a four seed, but they are completely overmatched. And I like Atlanta today. I think the Knicks are, you know, 50-50 to get another game in this series. Uh, Atlanta's led all three games by double digits. And not really an X's and O's point, but I'm curious what you guys think of Gallinari's hair. I think, you know, Patrick and I could never pull it off. Michael but I think if the, six, if the, exactly, <laughs> no, if the Sixers go no, to the finals, I could never I think, pull that off. Can we show us here? Yeah, I think if that's a that's a straight up mohawk, like the 90s, 80s when I was growing up, what we wanted mohawk. Will that's insane? Yeah, there's no, there's no. I don't have enough to pull that off. That that would I would have a lot of. That would be like it would look bunkers on a golf course if I tried to do that. That would be bad, you know. So you like to sandbag your Sixers? How about if they go to the finals? You shave your haircut. You shave. We get barbershop out of retirement, and we get that look. We get Millie to approve it. Why not? Hey, by the way, did you see? Did you see he was? He wasn't overly impressed with his Sixers yesterday of down course, in Washington. They only won by 30, I did not of say, course. I didn't say I wasn't overly impressed. I said going into the game, I was impressed that they played with mental toughness. I think that's ultimately what Utah did last night to me is what I always want to see from them. The game makes a rally. They got a lead. They come back. Denver didn't do it. I mean, that's ultimately what you're trying. I think Milwaukee showed me a lot by getting behind to Miami. And then, and then coming in and being able to, uh, you know, come back and win the game and sweep. I mean, they could have easily said, well, we'll just take it home. I thought Milwaukee showed mental toughness. That's all I'm looking for, Patrick. I, I'm not looking hater. that, you know. No, I'm not a hater. I'm just looking for some mental toughness. That's <laughs> he, all. He's a realist. When it comes to true. the 76ers, he's a realist. True yeah. or not true, Lombardi. I texted you last Sunday before the series started. I said the Sixers are going to sweep them. They're going to kill them. It's a terrible matchup for the Wizards. And, Patrick, you should have seen did. the text I got. Every time there was a 5-1 run by the Wizards, you know, Beal would get an and one, and i get a text about how I'm an idiot, and the, the Sixers were going to No, I, I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced he is, in a, in a sadistic way, pulling against his Sixers so he can watch you burn, my man. He needs no, Dr. Melfi. He's telling got you, some Clothing things going on. Yeah, I, I've lived through this for too long. I've been too. I, I've been taken there, and I've gotten disappointed. And I don't want to get disappointed again. I'd be very honest. I would, you know, I I wasn't feeling comfortable about it. My son Mick said to me last night, "Can we change the channel and watch something else?" When we were up by twenty, no, I, I got to. Typically, they could blow this lead. I've seen it before. You know, I've seen it. Hey, this ain't Eric Snow, all right? What'd you guys do? Yeah. Go to dives, dugouts, and burgers, or whatever that's called on the food channel? <laughs> no, where could we go? It was, you know, we couldn't go. We put Chinese. Well, Mr. Hockey, Mr. Baseball, you had plenty to go there. Uh, hey, I got my glove here too, by the way. I just want you to know, I brought see. it in. I'm ready to go. You want to? You want to play some hoops? Did I you got get that it. From I'm Ty ready Cobb? to go. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Thing. You didn't say a darn word about my Cubs pick yesterday. You know, Dude, I can't keep up with what I'm supposed to say. You tell me. You text me. I'll when jock I win, you. Uh, when I win, a Cubs win, what was it, 10-2? Not that we were, you know, how about that, Will? You know, what do you think about that? We got any baseball picks for us today, Will? <laughs> uh, if, I, if I had to give you a baseball pick, I think under uh, Woodruff and Scherzer, under six and a half, that should be a really good pitching. That was good on the fly. And, and, and then what else do you like today? Talk to us about the basketball. What else do you like? What about your sons? What about this, uh, your Lakers? Are you happy with them? My best bet here would probably be the Clippers. I think the Mavs blew their chance. They're up two games to none. They're up 30 to 11. You know what it reminded me of, Patrick? The Dodgers were down 3-1 to the Braves, and the Braves were up in game That's five 2 right. nothing, and had a bunch of chances to blow that game open. Bases loaded. Before you know it, that game is tied. The Dodgers win the next few and win the series. I just think the Mavs let them off the mat. 
Uh, and I think you have to be concerned. I mean, the Mavs, they shot over 50% from three. They got more offensive rebounds than the Clippers. They've shot over 50% from three, all three of these games. And the Clippers are still breathing. I just, I, I don't think you can shoot that well from three this whole series. Porzingis has looked unplayable at times. I, I think you can get the Clippers even money to win this series. Doncic is beat up. Um, you know, I, I think they're asking him a lot in terms of carrying the load, playing a lot of minutes. I, I think the Clippers win this game. I think the winner of this game will, will win this series. I think that's, uh, I would lay a pretty big price on that. And, I think the Clippers win this game. I think the Mavs really missed their opportunity to knock them out. Do you think there's something wrong with Donich? I mean, did, he said he was like in the second half. There was I couldn't tell watching him play that there was something bothering him. Did you see it, Will? There's something wrong with all these guys. I mean, that's what makes it so hard to, to handicap Lakers' sons. I mean, Paul's got the shoulder. LeBron, one half, he can't, you know, he can't really move. The next, he's, he looks like the old LeBron. He's only shot nine free throws in the whole series. Uh, Davis, every time he hits the floor, he's wincing. He's grabbing his ankle, his knee. You know, he gives you a heart attack as a Laker fan. Every time he goes down, he's grabbing something. Popes are, I mean, it's just there's so many injuries. This has been uh, really a war of attrition this season. It's, it's been kind of a disaster just in terms of the rest and the injuries. So, yeah, I mean, Doncic didn't look comfortable. Those missed free throws really killed them down the stretch. He was, but, but then he would hit a 40 foot three. So, I mean, it's hard to know what's what, but I, you know, he clearly doesn't look a hundred percent. Josh is enjoying the segment. He sent a great picture. I didn't know if it was Johnny bench or Michael Lombardi. We'll post hey. it coming up in a bit with his. Hey, we have head. wedding props to get to with Josh odds to be invited to the wedding. I think you guys are favorites. Yeah. I'm probably a little bit of an underdog. We got some wedding props. I'm going over on the, yeah. on the years, the years with Josh and Elise, but we got a lot of wedding props. Well, we're trying to figure uh, out no the, the, the big bet here. The future play is whether or not it's going to be me or Michael best man. Uh, Lombardi's kind of intimidating, so I'm guessing it's going to be him. Uh, and you <laughs> no, and I are going to be flower boys, Will. Yeah. DraftKings kind of put up no. some props. We're trying How to bet on this. I mean, what about nice Dominic and Leo? How, oh, Dominic and Leo. They're 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 going to be in the mix. Uh, by the way, Clippers yeah, Clippers down two to one in the series. They're favored, but one fifteen. It's it's uh, slight, but the Mavs uh, essentially they've a been favored every game. Patrick, they've you know, been favored every game. I mean, the book doesn't believe it. The books the, the books like Will Hill. They don't believe the Mavericks can win this thing. I didn't bet it, but Friday afternoon I saw the Clippers were 15 to one to win the whole title. Probably should have bet that. That was probably a really good number. I think it's still there for them. I mean, Utah struggled with Memphis. The Lakers are hobbled. I, I don't think you know Denver's missing Murray. The Blazers don't have enough defense. This is still kind of there for the Clippers. I can't give Michael too hard of a time because you're such a sandbagger when it comes to your Lakers as well. You're gonna play the under here. Yeah, they just they can't make a shot. The defenses looked great. I mean, when Drummond's in the game, they just well, they so were amazing in the th like they, they they just turned it on. It was unbelievable. Absolutely. But I mean, you can build a house with all the bricks they're shooting. I mean, they just can't make a shot. I think Drummond pushes Davis out to the perimeter. It makes him a jump shooter. It really makes the offense ugly. I prefer when Gasol's in there. I like his passing, his IQ. I think he kind of gets the offense organized. But they're just it, it looks ugly a lot of times offensively. But, uh, you know, I think they're great on defense. I think, you know, you could sag off a of Paul if, if he's not 100%. So I look for another under kind of a clunky game here. So I like the under. The Lakers, yeah, are, so, well, the like Lakers the, are so good, by the way. They're, yeah, they're backcourt the depth, their size, Michael, yeah. they're good. And look, I mean, Schroeder, I mean, he, to me, he sets the pace. I mean, he was the, he was the aggressor in game three. He took that game. And when he plays like that, the Lakers are hard to play. All right. Uh, last really? one. Nets, you're laying the you're laying the wood. Yeah, I think like we talked about before, just a sense of urgency. Not that they're going to lose this series, but get some rest. You know, get get ready for the Bucks. The more you play, the more bad things can happen. I was shocked. I mean, I, I'm never shocked when a team down 2-0 wins a game, but when I the first saw I scored the other night, Friday night, it was 19 to four Nets. I figured that was the series. Uh, give the Celtics coming back credit for coming back. Well, I think the Nets will roll them today. What is Steph laughing at? Turn around. Who's who? What's the name on the back of your jersey? 
I think this is an Iverson. I think this is an Iverson. This is a prop for the show. This is just a prop. And like I said, when you're betting the Sixers, you got plenty of money. Did you steal it this morning yeah. from somebody you don't know what you're wearing? <laughs> what the hell? No, I happen? mean, come on. I come prepared. I'm ordering trophies, Sixers jerseys. I come prepared for the show. They're doing television, <laughs> doing television stuff. I mean, he's got programming ideas. I mean, the man does it all. Hey, Marquis. Plus, plus he Weekly, can, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for passing Connecticut, Connecticut. Thank you for passing Connecticut sports. Marquee, go to vcin.com for the next hour. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.